Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Help me welcome my guest, Daniel Adams. Daniel, how you doing tonight? Man, it is good to be on here, man, to match your energy. I don't know. This is going to be a challenge. I'm a little wild, bro, but I think you might have me on this one, man. Come on, man. I know people are like, your intro, man, you're so fired up. You're so crazy. And man, I am honestly excited. Genuinely, man, I'm honored to have you on. I'm fired up. What actually happened was the way I found out about you was I was live streaming and I was like, who do you guys want me to bring on? And all my chat, like a bunch of people in the chat were like, Daniel Adams, Daniel Adams, Daniel Adams. So I saw your name like 50 times. So I went on YouTube, looked up your name, started seeing your videos. I saw God was just, man, using your videos, using you. Your stuff was taking off. I saw Zoom deliverance is happening, deliverance on the street. And I started listening to you talk and I was like, man, that's the same spirit. That's the same Holy Ghost. That's the same anointing. And I was like, man, I got to reach out to him. And so thank you so much. I know I reached out to you just this last weekend. And so thank you so much for being on tonight, man. Yeah, it was, it's an honor, man. I'm all for whatever Jesus wants to do. So, you know, I'm here, man. I'm here and I, I, can't on, wait to, I, I can't wait to see, you know, what Jesus has in store. You know, I'm, 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 I'm really excited because, you know, my chat was also telling me, they were like, hey, you should get with Isaiah. We should, y'all guys should hook up. Y'all should do something because y'all have very similar spirits. You have a, the same tenacity. You're, you're going out there, you're bowling the devil over, you know, you're having a good Come day on. with the Holy Ghost. And uh, I said, all right, guys, I said, if you want me on there, you got to go get them. And next thing I know, they just, somebody said, I'm going to spam his chat <laughs> until on. he sees it. And then they were messaging me back. Oh my gosh, I finally got it. I finally got it. And I said, so hey guys, cool. you guys on the chat, here we are. So let's see what Jesus has to so do. So awesome, man. Well, hey, listen, we have, we just hit 2000 viewers here. Thank you to everyone that's on here that's sharing. What I like to do, especially the first time I bring people on is I would love for you to share your testimony. There's so much power in the testimony. I know we don't have to get in some deep theological teaching tonight i would love for you just to share your story who you are what you've been doing where god brought you from and just feel free to take it right there yeah man i mean it's it's pretty simple i got a simple story but an extreme story at the same time um you know i come from a small farm town in virginia i grew up on a farm where there was like middle of nowhere 30 minutes and well, actually an hour to get to each stoplight man so I grew up with a thousand people place almost pretty much where my family was well known because, you know, in those small towns, everybody knows everybody. So I grew up in a broken family, man. My family broke up when I was young. Um, and it's funny because it's like Jesus wanted to start early in my life because as soon as my family broke up at like nine years old, I think I was nine years old in night, December of 1999, I had a preacher ask me, did I want to be baptized and say yes to Jesus? So in, 19, in December 1999, right after my family broke up, it's like Jesus put a seed in my heart to say, let me secure it. Oh, I get the chills of the Holy Ghost, man. He said, let me secure you now because I know the battles you're going to th go through. I know the fights you're about to endure, but I want to put this seed here because I know it's going to bear fruit in due season. So the Lord put a seed in me at about nine years old, man, and a broken little boy who was upset because his family was torn apart by the enemy, you know. And then I just, you know, I went through life really broken man, really rebellious, uh, a mess. You know, I went, did everything the typical, the typical person does drugs, girls fighting, man. I was fighting all the time, fighting on the bus, fighting in bars, fighting anywhere I could fight to prove myself, you know, because I had so many insecurities and I was just showing myself any way I could. So I, I became a fighter early on in life. Um, 
I, I like you, I got into law enforcement early in life. I had a child young, right out of high school, man. The day I graduated, the day I graduated, my senior year, I was in an apartment the very next day because my dad said, you made it, you're going to take care of it, which, hey, all respect to him, man. I'm glad he did it because it made me grow up fast. My son's, my son's actually with me full time. He's 14 years old and uh, he's with me. So yeah, that's a miracle within itself, too. But anyway, yeah, I did that. I became a correctional officer at 19 years old. I was the youngest CO in the state of Virginia. And it was at that time, man, that, you know, the I, well, I, let me backtrack. When I was younger, I asked God. It's funny. I said a prayer when I was a little boy. I told you about this. I said, God, make me a pastor one day. I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't say make me a lawyer. I didn't say make me a doctor. My mom wanted me to be a lawyer. And, I, you know, I just said, make me a pastor. I, to this day, I do not know why I said that prayer. I have no idea. Nobody told me anything. I didn't know anything about church. We, were sun, we weren't Sunday Christians. We were holiday Christians. You know what I mean? So anyway, I became a young, the youngest correctional officer in the state of Virginia. And then as I was a CO, I, I still wasn't satisfied on the inside. I, because I had my son at a young age, I decided to give drugs and alcohol. So my son was saving grace to me. Because I was on the road, bro. I would have been in jail, not 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 watching the inmates. I would have been an inmate. I was that close, man. You know. So my son was my saving grace at the time. And then I became. It was funny because I became a. I found an opportunity. I was walking down the street where my correctional facility was, and I saw a flyer that said cage fighting, right? And I was like, Yo, I can't. I was a state championship. I was on a state championship football team, so I missed that competitiveness. So I was like, Man, this is this is an opportunity right here for me to become a cage fighter. So as a correctional officer, I was a cage fighter. So I started training. I started training, man. And I would pick on the inmates and stuff and tell them like, you don't want none of this. And they'd be like, I killed somebody. I used to tell them, you ain't killed me yet. You know what I mean? I was, I was buck wild, man. So anyway, I became a CEO and uh, I became a cage fighter at the same time. And then uh, who is my ex now came to Virginia and I met her. And I ended up coming to Florida to pursue being a full-time cage fighter. Now, in the midst of this, people are throwing seeds at me about Jesus. Even the inmates were, speak were speaking to me about Jesus. So Jesus was putting this stuff in there, you know? And I was like, yeah. And I got really inquisitive. I was asking questions and stuff. And then it kind of stopped for a little while. And I came down here to Orlando, Florida, where I'm at now in 2011. And when I got down here in 2011, I started training at, I don't know if any of you guys know, but I started training at American Top Team which is a very prestigious MMA academy. Uh, they had one here in Orlando. It's the East Orlando campus. So I started training there. I trained with awesome UFC fighters. I met a lot of cool people. I had some fights and stuff. And I remember in the, even in the midst of that, this memory is coming back to me. I didn't share this with you, but I, my, my coach was an atheist at the time and he tried me. He was like, your God ain't real. I, try, I was going to fight my coach, man, because he didn't believe Jesus is real, man. I was going to fight my coach and say, Jesus is real, man. I would, I would try to fight people over Jesus. Like Jesus needed me to, like Jesus needed, Jesus needed me to defend him, you know? So I, that was the wrong mentality, but I didn't know anything, man. I was just trusting the Lord, you know? So anyway, I, that goes on, man. And um, I remember in 2011, the year I moved down here, you know, the Bible said, you know, how Abraham left his hometown and he went to a foreign land and he started going somewhere. And that's when God spoke to him and said, look at the stars for, you know, you will have many children. Uh, well, obviously, we're the children of faith today, right? So anyway, it was kind of that same way with me because I left. I came down here to Florida, man, and I had a dream instantly when I came down here in 2011. Now, get this. I'm not baptized in the Holy Spirit at the time. 
I know nothing truly about Jesus. Of course, I watched I watched some YouTube videos on the end times, you know, but I, I don't I didn't really dwell on it. I had a fear in me, though. There was a legitimate conviction and fear in me of going to hell. That that was in that was in me, man. And I was in full. I always had this weird conviction. And I know it's because of me saying yes at nine years old of like a fear. The fear of the Lord was there, man. You know, um, obviously, I didn't get enough of it in me until later on. But, you know, I had the fear of the Lord was working on me, man. And um, it, we, we look at the fear of hell as a bad thing. But actually, the Lord used it. The Lord used it as a good thing for me. You know, the fear of hell was actually a good thing for me in that season because it pushed me into that narrow road of love. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I come down here and in 2011, bro, I had the wildest dream, the wildest encounter with the Lord, man. I went to sleep and instantly I was in this dream and America was torn to shreds. It like nuclear. It was like nuclear war had hit. I mean, it was buildings that were falling over and crumbling. But I looked over to my right and I was standing with some friend in the dream. Who knows what this friend was to this day? I don't know. Maybe it was the Holy Ghost. But I look at this plane and it's a huge cargo plane, man. Huge, like a huge air carrier. And all these people are loading onto the ramp. You know when they put the ramp down? Yeah, bro. They're loading up onto the ramp. Like all these people from, from America, from different places are loading onto this ramp. And I said in the dream, I go, why are these people wanting to load on this ramp. All of a sudden, I go into the third person, man, and I'm in, I'm in Israel. I'm in Jerusalem, right? And I'm like, in my dream, I'm like, where am I at? I didn't even realize where I was in my dream. I'm like, where am I at, man? And I look up in the third person, and the clouds, they start swirling in a circle, man. It's like dark, dark, ominous clouds, man. Just, I get chills too. A dark, ominous clouds, man. And I look, and I see his, I see this foot, man, like this bronze foot come out of the clouds, man. And I'm sitting there like, what the heck am I looking at? And his foot comes out. And then I see this white robe, this white glowing, glistening robe, man, come out of the clouds. And then when he comes down to about his chest, he has this purple sash all around. And then, dude, his face, man, he comes out in this glowing, dude. And it reminded me, it reminded me of the painting that Akin made, you know, the one that she made. His face, his beard, he was so perfect. The beard was like perfectly cut. His face was like, I can't even explain it, man. It was wild. And he touches on the Mount of Olives. And when he touched on the Mount of Olives, dust went everywhere. It was like a dust, like huge, like whoo. It was like earth stood still for a moment when that foot touched. And he walks down the Mount of Olives where he's going to return. He walks down and the third temple had been re rebuilt. So he walks through the uh, inner outer court into the inner court and into the what would be the Holy of Holies, right? He walks into where the... Where the throne room is, bro. Like, it's a throne. It's this huge. It's like, I can see it still. It's like his marble, granite, like, majestic throne that's just sitting there. And he walks up, almost like an Abe Lincoln throne, you know? He he walks up in there, dude, and, and Jesus sits on it. It's the most majestic gangster sit down I think I've ever seen in my life. This, this our God sits on that throne, bro, and his arms hit the, hit the armrest like that. Boom. And just he sits there and I wake up, man. Well, actually, it shifted after he actually shifted back over in my dream. And I'm in the dream like, oh, my gosh, Jesus has returned. And I'm like, I'm going crazy in the dream. And I wake up like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, man. I'm like, what just happened to me? I had no idea that at that moment, God had marked me, man, for souls. I was marked to bring souls onto that plane. And I had no idea, man. And I started walking, bro. And after that, man. My life got crazy, man. I had I had I had some of the wildest people coming up to me 
telling me about Jesus after that. I had a passion that started to burn on the inside of me. And then uh, when I was a cage fighter, I tried to I actually, okay, so let's go after the dream. I'm in my room again, right? I'm trying to get some cage fights to go through. All of my cage fights fall through. Three of my cage fights, they fall through. One I couldn't go to because I was sick. The second one, I had overexerted myself. I could, I, I literally overtrained myself to the point I couldn't do it. And then the other one, it just fell through because I had a bacterial infection. So I was in my bedroom at the time, and I'm like, I'm like, God, what are you doing, man? I said I want to be a UFC champion. Like I, I said, I want to go after this thing. I mean, this is where my identity is. Like, why, why won't you let me do this? And then, dude, over in my, I have a container, right? And I look in the container, and my Bible has dust on it. It's that same Bible I got when I was nine years old, dude. Same NIV Bible. I have it to this day. That was in my. Um, I hope there's no religious people about the NIV, but anyway, they were over there because I hope you don't persecute me for that. But anyway, I'm over there. And the Bible's in there, right? And they, I dust the Bible off and I start opening it. I literally think I rewrote the New Testament, bro. I think I not re rewrote it, but I wrote it down in a, in a composition book. I have the composition book. I wrote down the whole New Testament because the, my hunger for the Lord, you know, those who, like you said in Matthew 5, 6, right? Those who thirst and hunger for righteousness, isn't that what it is? Shall be filled. Yeah, that's what I that's what I had in me. I had a thirst that couldn't be quenched unless I was in the word for a season, man. I went in a season, but without being filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized coming up on the, of the power. I went in a season where I was not getting in the word, man, just hammering it out because I had that encounter in my bedroom by opening the Bible. And then I went to the computer and I looked at the computer and the song Jeremy Camp, Can You Take the Place of This Man comes on. And I am wrecked, bro. I mean, tears, snot crying profusely. And then after that, I go to a building 429 concert and, and I'm saying, this is not my home. When I said those words that I'm not, I don't belong. This is not my home. Holy Ghost smacks me, man. In the, in the middle of saying it, I'm looking around. And I'm like, is anybody else experiencing what's going on with me right now? The electricity, the Holy Spirit, I'm crying. It's not. And again, the Lord's just delivering me and setting me free, like through these things. And then after that, in 2013, um, I had become a personal trainer because the Lord had literally took that that anger out of my heart to hit people and hurt people. I mean, I had a I had a murderous spirit, bro. People could be sitting in a bar somewhere and look at me wrong and I'd fight them. I just fight them for no reason. I would just pick them up and slam them through tables and get on top of them and say, there's nothing you can do about it. I could kill you right now. Like that's that's the mentality that I used to have. So anyway, you know. I did that. And I became a personal trainer right after that because the Lord had softened my heart. You know, he gave me a heart of flesh for a heart of stone. Right. So and he, he was he was writing his word upon my heart, you know, so like it was I was convicted in a lot of things. So I couldn't like hurt people anymore, you know, but I, I still did jujitsu and stuff because it was just a pastime. But anyway, I became a personal trainer. I actually met. I don't know if you remember the Casey Anthony case. I met the get this. So remember when the Casey Anthony case was going on in Orlando? Remember she had the thing with the baby and stuff. Her fiance at the time is actually the one who taught me the first time about speaking in tongues. I met him. His dad was a deliverance minister, right? He he started crying and speaking in tongues with me in the gym. He gets me a, a job as a personal trainer. And then after that, a deliverance minister randomly comes into the gym and gives me a whole thing of books on deliverance. And I'm and I'm reading all these books on deliverance, still not filled with the Holy Spirit. I have a passion for like demons for some reason. Like I get this hunger of like wanting to know all about the demonic realm. And I had no idea why I wanted to learn about the demonic realm. 
So I go with this, uh, I go into this ministry with this uh, deliverance minister, me and my family at the time, we go in there with this deliverance minister and I'm sitting there, I'm learning for about a year. And what happened is he prayed for me. He laid hands on me one day and he said, he lays hands and he says, Holy Spirit, fill him, baptize him. He removes his hands and he says, okay, that's it. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, you laid hands on me, old man, and nothing happened. I thought I was supposed to like blow up or something. Man. I've been watching videos, nothing happened to me. And he said, no, you're fine. And I said, this makes no sense. So anyway, I go on in time and I'm in my shower one day in 2013. And I, I'm in the shower and I get to thinking, I'm like, I think dude laid hands on me. He says, lay hands on a person and they'll receive the Holy Spirit, right? I'm thinking about Paul in the book of Acts and Peter and how they're laying hands and how, how they, he just spoke a word and the Holy Spirit fell upon them. I started thinking about that stuff. And I said, hey, I said in the shower, I said, hey, listen to me, God. Like I'm being real with him, right? I'm like, look. He did what he said. You got to be a man of your word. You are a man, you're not a man that you will lie. I know what you said. I said, you better fill me with the Holy Ghost now. And dude, <laughs> I said that, man, and the electricity of the Holy Ghost hit me, bro. And I said, yeah, Rabbi, I just let it. It just flowed out, man, like so strong. And then in the other room was my ex. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, what, what's wrong with you? She's like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know what's happened to me, man. The Holy Ghost has got me. That's all I could tell her, man. And then after that, I went crazy, man. I hit the streets in my gym. I got I got kicked out of my gym by the Jehovah Witness next to me. She went to the lease agent because I prayed for one of her clients. Her client got touched by the Holy Ghost. I was delivering demons from people in the gym. In the gym as a personal trainer, a 70-year-old woman hit the ground one time and she got like potato sack uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. She dropped like one. You know, her son thought he that she died. And I said, I thought she died too. I thought she was dead. She started speaking in tongues on the floor. She gets up. They, they, they towed her to the car because she's so wasted on the Holy Ghost, you know. And then after that, man, the, 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 the lease agent comes and says, hey, you know, you got to leave this building. I can't have you here doing that anymore. And that's when God told me, he said, go for it, Daniel. He said, go for it. And then that's when the Lord started to line up men of God, Reinhard Bonnke. I went to a school in 2014. I ran into people. Eric Gilmore actually found me on the streets and he was like, yo, bro, I hear you. I, I, people are talking about you. You're just out here crazy. Like I was a one man army at the time, bro, just hitting it. I, when I caught the anointing, I caught the anointing. I became a charismatic nut job real fast. And I had, but I had no character, bro. I was the worst. Like I had no training. Remember, I grew up at, I grew up in a broken family. I had absolutely no training. My fruits of the spirit were dirty as all get out. I had no idea. All I, I probably, if a demon would have manifested the wrong way, I probably would have fought the demon. You see what I'm saying? I was jacked. But anyway, the uh, the anointing was there, man, but the character wasn't there. So the Lord started. I look back now and I understand it. He put me in front of some rough apostolic old school preachers that just chiseled me, wrecked me. I mean, told me like it was. I needed that, though. If I needed somebody that would be in my face and be like, yo, this is what it is. You're dealing with this. You're dealing with that. And some people have a hard time with that. But that's what I needed at that season, you know, because how it takes a, it takes a strong man to break a cage fighter. You know what I'm saying? You can't just have any soft person coming up doing that. And then I'm also working in the anointing. So you got to bring somebody who understands the anointing to deal with somebody who's already working in the anointing. I didn't have to pray for like 5,000 people to understand the, the the gift of healing, the gift of tongues. The I was watching Benny Hinn videos and practicing like Benny Hinn instantly, bro. I would have I would have people in my gym and I'd throw Holy Ghost fireballs at a man and do like Holy Ghost super soaker, which sounds crazy now. But I did some crazy things when I first met the Holy Spirit out of pure faith, just not understanding. And then the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Spirit convicted me one day and he's like, Daniel, I'm not a toy. I'm like, oh, you're right. You, I'm like, my my bad, you know? And I was like, my bad. So anyway, yeah, I did that, man. I become, I came to the Ryan Harbaugh School of Evangelism 2014. I was honored to be able to see him and uh, hang with him for a week down here in Orlando. I got to have his big old grandpa hand on me. And right after that, I went, it just launched me, man. I, I launched so fast and I was under revivalist. I've, I've been with people who have, lived through the genocide in Africa. Families were murdered and everything. I got taught by a woman who, who her family, she has churches all in uh, Rwanda and stuff. She was a wonderful woman of God. She taught me some things. I went over there with generals in the faith, man. They were over in Africa. Like I I can name over in Europe. I've been a lot of places, man. I've been with a lot of awesome unknown men and women of God who have done like wild things. The, I call them the unknowns, but they're generals, man. Like, like, like the stories that these people tell are wild, man. Like crazy. You think we think you think we know deliverance, right? These people are like nut job deliverance, like exorcist type stuff, you know? So anyway, it was um it was that season, man, that really broke me and grew me and and turned me into who I am today. And of course, even in ministry, I went through some pitfalls, some failures. I messed up really bad because I hadn't broke my heart. I mean, I'm just gonna be transparent. I went through a season of extreme loss. You know, where I had where I fell on my face in immorality and sin. I mean, it, you got to be real, right? Immorality and sin. I had to stand back up, man. I had to look at myself. I had to search my heart. So if I tell anybody watching this, don't serve the ministry. God, man, you will lose. You will lose everything. It, it, the devil will come in and rip your life apart, man. Don't serve the ministry. God, serve Jesus, man. Don't serve the work of the Lord. Serve the Lord of the work, man. Put your eyes on Christ all the time. Don't look at the, the the fancy stuff, the lights and all that stuff, man. That stuff will go to your head and ruin you, man. Pride will come in fast and a, and a seducing Jezebel spirit will come in right behind it and hit you in the back of the head before you even know it. You're deceived. You have a delusion over you. The enemies ripped you to pieces and stole everything. But man, I thank God for the season because it humbled me. That was the humbling season of my life. So I got extremely humbled. And after that season, I rose back up. Righteous man gets hit seven times. He'll rise back up, man. I rose back up. I humbled myself. I went and got help. I said, Lord, help me. I need mercy on my life. And if, if you're done with me, you're done with me. I'll quit everything. I'll put everything down. Everything was taken out from under me. And then the Lord said, now you're ready. Now is the time. Now you're prepared. I got you to nothing. I got you to the end of yourself. I broke you. I wanted a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I couldn't have anything else. I had to get you to where you were nothing. I, you are the, I am the potter. You are the clay. Sometimes the vessel has to break so it can be put back the way that it's supposed to be put back. So that's what the Lord did to me, man. He put me through a season. He broke me into a million pieces, even after healings, seeing blind eyes, deaf ears, demons come out of people seeing miraculous moves of the Holy Spirit, seeing people in churches just wrecked all the way from left to right, demons coming out of people all over the place, deliverance rooms where I had teams set up delivering people. All that meant nothing, man, when it was when it was all taken away, man. And then it was in the moment of the deepest, darkest place in my soul, man, that I met Jesus the way that I was supposed to. And I started to truly understand his heart. I got the heartbeat of God now. I got the heart. I got the heartbeat of Jesus Christ now, man. I understand it. I know my need for him. Every day I wake up, I need my savior. I need hope. If I don't have hope, my heart becomes sick, man. I need the savior in my life. If I don't have his life force, if I am not looking at his face, if I am not tuned to him, 
then I'm nothing, man. So ministry is great, man. I love it. It's great. As you know, it's fun. It's hype. There's a lot of good stuff in it. But man, nothing compares to the sweet, good presence of our Lord and our Savior. I love Jesus so much, man. He's everything to me. So that's where I am today. My name's Daniel Adams, man. I love so Jesus Christ. Good. And I live a supernatural life. Bro. So That's good. It. I love it. Let, let me ask you this. When did the online stuff start taking off? I know recently some stuff really took off, but when did you feel like God? I know for us, it was 2000, end of 2019. God kind of encountered me and my pastor both separately, but both similarly to start launching in January, 2020 to the online that he was going to use the internet specifically, not just I'm going to go online. I'm just going to stream my service or it's everyone else is doing it. I'm doing it. But God specifically told us that there was an online online revival movement he was going to start where as tonight listen there's 2600 people many of them from other parts of the world this is the nations we are tonight you tonight are sharing your testimony to the nations of the world through online it's just it's this crazy thing bro that we can look into a camera and we can reach every tongue every tribe every nation through the internet and we're going to show you guys later some zoom deliverances some videos of the street and what and things like that but what was it where you really were like god's doing something right now on the internet now everyone in the chat and your community and my community you guys are all a part of what god is doing right now this digital revival Revival. I know religious people, they get frustrated. They don't know what to say, where to put it. But when did you feel God was really speaking to you? Like there's something happening online. You need to get on YouTube. You need to get on Facebook. You need to get on TikTok, all these platforms. Yeah, it's funny because that's a part of my testimony I left out. So thank you for bringing me back to that. I almost forgot. Yeah. So, so it all started God started giving me a hint that it was coming. And uh, I think it was around 2014, 15. I had another dream. And on the, in this dream, I was sitting on the actually show America's Funniest Home Videos. I was like, why am I on America's Funniest Home Videos? But the, the host, I think his name at the time was Gene Bergeron, was on there. And he represented God in that, in that dream, right? So he was sitting there and he goes, hey, Daniel, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. And I'm like, hey, it's good to be here, man. And he, he looks and all around us are these TV screens. And at the time, TV was still a big time, right? It was still big. People were still, people were still on their big TVs. They weren't on their phones as much and stuff. So about 2014, it was picking up, right? So I'm looking around and I said, okay, I see all these TVs. He, he, and then he goes like this. He says, I don't want you to use any of these. And I said, you don't want me to use any of the TV? I, I was confused. I was like, what do you mean? He said, Daniel, use the internet. I said, you, I said use the internet. And instantly I wake up. I didn't know what he meant. I was like, what is this guy talking about, man? <laughs> I was like, God, what are you trying to say to me? And I heard a small voice say, use your phone. I said, use my phone. And I heard YouTube. I said, my phone, YouTube. I said, all right. So I started going like to the college campuses and stuff and just praying for the sick. And I started to catch it on film, started to see miracles and stuff. And after I started that, listen, I got so much persecution, man. I got so much. This is the early days when you you were seeing some of the evangelists. Like there's a few that were only like Todd White was getting big at the time. Pete Cabrera, Pete Cabrera, I even Tom Fisher, a bunch of these people that are YouTube preachers, right? I call them not YouTube preachers, no offense in that, but you know, people who are on the internet preaching, right? So I, I was watching them and I, I just got my phone and I started recording, man, not realizing that God was giving me an idea and understanding of what was to come. And then I did that from 2015 to about 16 and I calmed it down, started going back into trying to just preach in churches. I started doing revivals around the city in 2016. And then 2017, he awakened me again to what he told me. He said, Daniel, he said, I said, use the internet. And then I heard the words, the supernatural life. And I said, the, I said, the, he said, you live a supernatural life. Show the world 
the supernatural life. In 2017, I made the most corny video I think I've ever made. I put it, I, it was garbage, bro. I knew nothing about lighting. I knew nothing about F-stops. I knew nothing about shutter speed. I knew nothing about nothing, man. Not how to edit worth anything, but I went for it. And you guys can find my old videos, you'll laugh. But I, I was on there. And I knew nothing and I just went for it because God told me to. I do that, man. I just go for it and I learn on the go. So in 2014 is when he spoke that to me, man. And I, and now in this season, I'm hearing you and I'm hearing what you're saying. And then all of a sudden I wake up, bro. I woke up one night, one night I woke up. I wasn't praying for it, wasn't expecting it. I was just being consistent, putting content out just for the heck of it. Nothing was happening. I wake up and one of my videos goes to 300,000 views. God TV, God TV shares my stuff. Elijah List puts my stuff on there. I'm paying these people nothing. They're doing it for free. And I'm like, what? I said, what happened overnight? I woke up, bro, and this was in my lap. I woke up and it hit like a freight train, man. So like that's what happened. And then I heard what you said with Digital Revival and it, ma it makes all the sense in the world, man. The internet, we are in the midst, Isaiah, we are in the midst of, like you said, I said it and I heard you say it. We're two or two touch and agree. The Lord is there, right? And, and let every word be confirmed and established. We are in internet revival. We are in a movement and people are joining our, our channels at an enormous rate. Right now, I have memberships on YouTube. Bro, right now, at this moment, I have 700 members of the, super, of the Supernatural Life Online and not counting they're almost 40k subscribers right now. Over overnight, this happened. The hunger of the people. He's looking for people that are. It doesn't matter who they are. He's looking for people right now that are saying yes. His eyes are searching to and fro throughout the earth for someone who is willing to pick this mantle up and run with it. He he doesn't have time to play right now, man. The time is coming. Jesus is preparing the bride, a spotless bride for a time such as this. There's no more games. The army is rising. This is the season of the act activation of the saints man and we like me and you and other people are responsible in this season to raise the saints into the gifts calls and destinies and purposes of what they've always been called to be we get them set free we get them healed we get them saved we get them filled we get them delivered and then we tell them who they're supposed to be in christ you know so, so. good i love it you know what i'm seeing too is exactly what you're saying is there is a supernatural hunger for the supernatural mm -hmm. and you know we i was telling you for us now this has never happened before, but where 10 days ago or 15 days ago, whatever, we made a TikTok like a couple weeks ago and within literally, I had 4,000 followers and then three days later, I had, I had 150,000. I'm like, how in the world, the supernatural, and really a lot of this is from deliverance videos. So imagine this, we're casting out demons and mm -hmm. God is having it go viral. God is having Satan's mm -hmm. kingdom being destroyed, go viral mm -hmm. on platforms that are not christian platforms and i believe this is just scratching the surface of you know what we're talking about living the supernatural life and there's many of you in the chat that don't realize the moment you're born again friend listen to me closely what we're trying to tell you tonight is you are born into the spiritual realm the supernatural realm one time you were dead spiritually but now you are alive and this is what the holy spirit does he elevates you from a place of natural living into a place of supernatural where now you're looking at things now you're doing things and this is your your testimony you just shared now you're looking at it from a supernatural perspective so listen if you're in this broadcast and you're like I don't know if I'm called to live the supernatural life well guess what you are called to live the supernatural life that you can live a life and this is the thing guys it's not boring
boring. If you're a bored Christian, you're doing it wrong. God has given you the power, the authority, the anointing, the Holy Spirit to transcend you out of a natural, and I'm going to say it because it's my broadcast, boring, crusty, dead <laughs> religious system into a supernatural life. And this is what Daniel, the disciples were shocked by when they came to Jesus, they said, Jesus, even the demons obey us. I mean, like you guys are, you're preaching about it, Jesus, but this stuff actually works that we're no longer, and this is what they were saying. We're no longer living normal, average, routine, religious lives, but now we're living this life that's powered by the Holy Spirit where, and this is what I love. You never know what's gonna happen. This is the joy and the passion and the hunger and the excitement of living the supernatural life as the Bible says the Holy Spirit is like the wind. You never know what he's doing. You never know where he's going. And at any moment, you can go from death to life. At any moment, and as you're sharing your testimony, I felt faith rising up for those of you that have a, a loved one, a family member, a friend that's out there that doesn't know God, that doesn't serve God. And you're saying, Lord, it's going to take 10 steps or 13 steps or process. But God says, I want to arrest them like he did with you, like he did with me. I want to encounter them and elevate them into a supernatural life. And along with your story of some of the crazy stuff you did in the beginning, I, I have similar stories. I mean, I remember, bro, the first deliverance I ever did. This is a true story. My family was there. My uncle, who's my pastor, was there. I literally, I didn't know how to cast out a demon. And this lady, this is a true story. I've never shared this on our stream. This lady was manifesting in our living room. This is true, y'all. You're not going to believe me. I got on top of her. I'm not lying. And I put my <laughs> hands around her neck and I started going, come out of her. I didn't know. I mean, I was just saved five days before. I was at a beer pong tournament two weeks prior to this. And I'm now on fire casting demons out. But the funny part is I had all these crazy. Now you look and say, why would anyone do that? You know, we've, we never teach you to do that. But when you live when you encounter that supernatural life you oftentimes don't know you don't have anyone to train you and there's a lot of you in the broadcast that you are here because a pastor and I, I listen i'm a pastor i'm a leader i i've given my life to the local church so hear what i'm saying and don't twist what i'm saying a pastor or a leader told you you didn't have to be that radical you didn't have to be that passionate casting out demons is not for everybody healing the sick is not for everybody how about this one here's the demonic lie casting out demons is dangerous it's only for the select priest or the select pastor and i'm here to tell you the devil is a liar and that's all untrue you have been called and you've been enlisted to live the supernatural life the holy spirit wants to and i'm i'm getting so stirred listening to you hearing those early days of salvation those encounters because a guy like you that's just plowing in ministry traveling preaching I, as a same thing minister, I don't ever want to lose, bro, my hunger. I don't ever want to lose the desperation. I don't ever want to lose the chills I get when I share my story about how God encountered me, how I didn't sleep for three days, how I didn't eat for two weeks, how I was prophesying over the dogs and the cats and people at the gym and I was just so radical and, and I was seeing demons and angels and I was, I didn't know the Bible. I was unskilled, Acts 4.13. And I was uneducated, yet the people marveled because I had been in the presence of Jesus. And I think the temptation of what we're doing and getting getting into the, the routine of religion and the, the system and drinking the wine of the church and getting so used to just doing the stuff that we can lose our, our, soft, our soft heart, we can lose our passion. So I think there's many people I feel prophetically tonight that have lost their passion, they've lost their fire, they've lost their way. As you're sharing your testimony, I feel faith rising, I feel a passion rising, and I'm feeling the Lord telling me, Isaiah, don't lose your desperation. Don't lose your hunger. Don't lose that desperation you had to live a supernatural life. You're no longer called. Friend, listen, if you're in the chat, listen, there's almost 3,000 of you. You're not called to live an uh, average, ordinary life. And let me go as far to say this. 
If you're living an average normal life that's non-supernatural, you're not living the life that God has called you to live. Now, am I arguing that you're not saved? No, you probably will still make it. Paul says barely, <laughs> but guys, we're not here to barely be saved <laughs> and to find a place to show, to show up to church and then live our life outside of the supernatural. I want to live every single day. We don't have to search for it, guys. This is Matthew 7, 38. The rivers of living water are flowing now out of your innermost being. Now, some of you are not full of the Holy Ghost. You're going to be tonight in Jesus' name. We had someone just a week ago call in, get full of the Holy Ghost right over the phone. Why? Because those God says, I've given you the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I have to go because if I go, it's better for me to leave the earth and send you the Holy Spirit than for me to stay on the earth and the Holy Spirit stay in heaven. Jesus said, it's better that I send the Holy Spirit, the helper, the advocate, the paraclete, the comforter, the con victor of sin, the empower, the one that wants to help you do. He's your co-worker. And so listen, tonight you're going to get that fire. You're going to get that passion. And now you're going to be able to live the supernatural life because now it'll be possible for God's kingdom to advance and for God to use you as an access point to his kingdom. God is the helper, not the doer. And he wants to use us to invoke his power, to release his power, and to be the access point to the supernatural realm. Friend, you might not know this, but you change atmospheres. How could a God, God of the universe, living on the inside of us, bro, and I wonder this, and how could we live such normal lives? Have we sold ourselves short? So many of you have sold yourself short. You're missing out. And this is the message we always get. I'm sure you have a hundred of these messages. Isaiah, I was in church for 40 years. 50 years and I never encountered the supernatural. I never saw deliverance happen. I just had a lady last week call me in her 60s, bro. And she said, 40 years in church, I've never done anything. I've never cast out a demon. I've never healed the sick. I've never encountered God. Found the live streams. Now she's over there casting out demons. She's 61. She makes a TikTok and she's up here every day on TikTok, preaching on TikTok <laughs> at 61 after being idle. Idol for 40 on. years in church. And now God has drafted her and God is drafting some of you. Some of you, listen, I get it. You stumbled in here. You're like, who are these guys? They have cool lights and stuff popping up on screen. And I think I thought they were playing video games and I get it. You stumbled in here, but you did not stumble in here. Your name was on the calendar of heaven. God had your name down and God is calling you right now into this supernatural life to be aware of the power that's living on the inside of you. The, the supernatural simply means to live a life beyond the natural, beyond what's observable. This is 2 Corinthians 4.18, focusing our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. And this is why I love what you're doing, bro, because you're blasting this. You're showing people many of the things right now people are battling in this broadcast are not natural things. The OCD, the depression, the anxiety, the thoughts of suicide, the dominating thoughts, the thoughts of perversion, the trauma they've been through, the abuse, the unforgiveness, the rage. And they're going to church every single week trying to be great people, but they're battling and no one has told them that they can get free in the supernatural realm. Friend, listen, and then I'll turn it over here. I just got to say this. We are living in a war zone. I don't know if you know this, but the moment you got saved, write this down, you were born into a war zone. And the prize of the battle that we're fighting is not money, oil, political power. We are battling tonight for souls. Your friends and your family are at stake. Isaiah, is it that big of a deal? Why are you shouting? Why are you falling out of your chair? Is it that big of a deal? Friend, mm -hmm. it is because your family's eternity is depending 
on you getting off your lazy tail and engaging in the battle, engaging in the war. This is why we're blasting every day on YouTube, why we're going so hard on Zoom or going so hard on social media, because we gotta let the world know that there is freedom, there is deliverance. And if you remain neutral, listen to me, friend, if you remain neutral in this war, you are by default, take this to the bank, siding with the enemy. Because Jesus said, you are either for me, you're actively fighting for my kingdom, or you're fighting against me. But friend, you're not fighting alone. The Holy Spirit is fighting with you. The Bible says he will dwell in you. The Bible says he'll teach you all things. The Bible says he'll bring to remembrance the words of Jesus. The Bible says he'll bear witness. He'll glorify Christ. He'll convict the world of sin. He'll guide you into all truth. He'll glorify the son. He'll give you power. So I wanna tell you friend, tonight is your night to just simply say, Lord, I wanna live the supernatural life. Now we're gonna show you some clips here in a minute and we're gonna show you some Zoom deliverance. So listen, if you're afraid of seeing a demon cast out then you can click off here because we're gonna show <laughs> videos of Daniel casting out demons over Zoom. So don't sit and tell me, well, brother, we're in quarantine. Well, guess what? God is innovating, renovating, and adapting the church even during quarantine to see things that the world has never seen before. I mean, imagine if Paul was able to preach over Zoom or cast out demons over Zoom, or if Paul had a YouTube channel. You don't think Paul would be blasting videos, preaching the gospel, and sharing his faith? Paul said, I'm all things to all men. I'm going to preach. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, what happens? You will become a witness. The Holy Spirit friend, gives you power to witness. God has called you. God is challenging you and me to be an effective witness. So I don't want to lose that passion to witness, to share, to be bold, to go forth in ministry. I'll turn it over to you here. And whenever you want to show, I'll show some of these clips. But I just feel the Holy Ghost. I, I had all this stuff I want to talk about, but I just feel the Holy Ghost fire, the Holy Ghost power in lifting, enlisting somebody, drafting someone into this supernatural life. Yeah, man, I, I feel the same thing. The word that kept coming to me is conviction. I believe people watching this right now are feeling heavy convictions and, and obviously for sin always, but to be convicted, like you said, to be a soldier for Jesus, man, to actually go ahead and say, hey, give me my pinstripes for the Lord, man. Come on. Go ahead and go ahead and mantle me now. I believe that, guys, I believe this wholeheartedly as you guys are watching this stream tonight, some of you will be mantled for things you never thought you would be mantled Come for. On. Some of the the prophetic that you've been asking for to prophesy here. I hear by the spirit that so over 500 of you on here right now have been asking the Lord, can I prophesy? I want to prophesy. Lord, allow me to prophesy the gifts of healing, workings of miracle. These things will be stirred. Paul said, I come to you to stir the gift on the inside of you. Today, guys, is a day of stirring. It has to stir. I, I feel the conviction on you guys' hearts. That conviction is a good conviction. And enjoy that conviction. Embrace that conviction because the Lord is about to launch you. It's a launching process. What did Jesus do? He looked at Peter and said, follow me. Tonight, Jesus is looking at some of you through the Zoom, through this, through this program right here. And he's literally doing, come on, leave it all behind. Put that thing down. Put whatever it is that's going on in your life. Put that, that boyfriend or girlfriend down that's holding you back from, enli from enlisting into the army. Put that... Put that nine to five you're miserable in and believe me for something greater because there's something greater for you. That God is speaking that to you. He says obedience is better than sacrifice. The obedience will, ble will breathe the blessing you're looking for. As long as you stand on the boat and look at Jesus, but don't come out and walk on the water to him, you're not going to be enlisted. It's going to take risk, man. Faith is risky. Faith is messy. Faith doesn't make sense to your family. 
to my family, even today, my family is going, what is wrong with this kid? But, but, but now at 33 years old, my mother and father are going, holy cow, something's going on. How did he break through? What's good? They're watching me diligently. Guys, it's a day where the conviction of the Lord can launch you to right where you need to be. Follow the conviction. Step out of the boat, guys. Jesus is calling you. He wants you. Don't look at him. Step out and go. Be obedient. Use faith. It's messy. People will go against you. People will persecute you because because they're going to say, what are you doing? They're stuck in the natural. This goes with the supernatural life, right? When you're in the supernatural, of course, the carnal mind is in enmity with God. The carnal mind is fighting against God. Of course, they're going to fight against you when you have the mind of Christ. When you're wearing the full armor of God, when you're holding the shield of faith and holding the sword of the spirit, when you have the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth and the shoes of the gospel of peace, you look weird to the world, man. You don't you're not normal. You're a pilgrim. We are kingdom ambassadors. We're from somewhere else. We are not from this world. That is what God's saying to some of you today. And some of you are in job situations now. I hear the Lord. He's saying this. Pray for the one next to you and and the ministry you're looking for will start to birth. It starts right where you are. Enlist today. This is an enlistment call. You are enlisted in the army of the Lord. Now, the person that's standing next to you tomorrow or even right now, tell them that Jesus loves them. Ask them, do they have pain in their body? And ask them, can you pray for them? They might just manifest a demon too, but you'll never know unless you use that radical faith. So step out. God's enlisting people. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Appreciate what God has given you today. We're not promised tomorrow. Take advantage. Redeem the time. It's Kairos time, guys. It's Kairos time. This is time that must be redeemed. Everybody watching this, redeem the time for the days are evil. Jesus is coming back, man. We have to tell the world that Jesus is alive. So good. I love it. Guys, we're about to show you some clips. Let me say this. We as I want to say this as the church. We have to shift this mentality about debating, arguing with pastors or leaders or other Christians about deliverance. We don't have the energy or time, guys, any longer to try to debate people about deliverance. Here's the question we need to ask, not whether deliverance is for today, deliverance for the church. Here's a question. Do you want to see people free? I mean, when I have pastors tell me, I don't know if deliverance is for today, I'm going, do you want to see people free? Because there's nothing like seeing someone who's been in bondage for years set free by the power of God. You want to see your faith go 10x, go 100x, start doing the work of Jesus. Start manifesting his kingdom through deliverance on the earth. And here's the deal. You can do this through Zoom. I mean, you can do deliverance to, for somebody that's not even at your physical location. Now, many people are going to write deliverance off. Many pastors, I've already taught you guys why pastors don't talk about deliverance. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes work. And most Christians and most pastors don't want to give up their addictions, their hobbies. They'd rather go golfing on the weekend than do deliverance on the weekend. And it takes an incredible amount of time working with people. And there's very little reward in helping people. You know this if you do deliverance. There's very little reward in sowing into people, but you have to understand you're gaining eternal rewards. So God is asking us, don't just give me your Sunday, give me your life, lay your life down. I am an all-consuming fire, and I don't just wanna consume your hour and a half on Sunday. I don't wanna consume a little bit of you. I wanna consume all of you. So here's what I wanna do. I don't know if you want to talk about this um, before we show it, but we're going to show here, just so you guys know, there's 3,000 of you now, praise the Lord, watching. We're going to show a recent Zoom deliverance that Daniel did, and then we'll talk about it after. But do you want to give a little intro to what we're about to see?
Yeah, just buckle your seatbelt, man. This girl, uh, she manifested something that came through a very perverse lifestyle and she wanted freedom and she was living and fasting and doing things. So she had prepared herself for this moment. So I'll explain more after the video, but it's pretty Absolutely. awesome. Let's do it. We're going to roll this video. Here we go, guys. Everyone buckle up. Yeah, burn it all, Lord. Burn it off of her. Burn every unclean thing every thought of the past, all that stuff. I burn it off by the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, man. Every spell that's been sent towards her too, go in Jesus' name. Come off of her. Every serpent spirit, every divining spirit, every spirit of Python trying to steal her car. That's right. You got to let her go. Yeah, let her go, you snake. Hey, yeah, I got you now. You little snake, get off of her. Yep. Come on out, you python spirit. Let her go. Let it out, let it out. It's all right, let it out, let it out. It's going. Ooh, you had a lot of stuff on you, girl. <laughs> wow. You're free. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're free. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, all things will be new. Favor of the Lord is upon you. Come on, girl. Way better feeling, ain't it? He loves you. Come on. God is so good. Can't make it up. Just can't make it up. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the presence of Jesus, man. How you feel? Yeah. Like, I just want to cry. Yeah. Yeah, because that's his love, man. He loves you. You've been trapped, man, and now you're not trapped anymore. I got a saying, forever changed, never the same. Wow. Come on, Holy Ghost. Man, I'm, I'm starting to get emotional watching that. Guys, did you just see that delivered full of the Holy Ghost? And then tell us, tell us now about her, what's going on with her. Yeah, actually, she's one of the forerunners of the supernatural life. So I keep up with her. You know, I check in with her. Um, obviously, she's processing through life yeah. and stuff. But but this was major for her, man, because she was so hungry for it. Her desperation was, I, you know, you'll know this when I say this because you do this. There's these people where you look at them and you see, you feel the intent of the Lord. It's like incredible. Mm. And she was one of those people. As soon as she turned on the Zoom call that I had with her, I said, 
I, I said, what is different about you? I said, there's something different about you. I said, I know this feeling. I know what this is. And of course, the Lord just wrecked her, man. And uh, she's she's an awesome uh, woman of God. She's hungry to be righteous in the Lord. She comes from a very different lifestyle, you know. Uh, she comes from from the LGBT community and stuff like that. So wow. the Lord really the real the Lord really just set her free, man. And she had health Come issues on. and stuff. And then the Holy Spirit just loved on her, man. And now we're connected. She's on the map that I have for the supernatural life. So four good. Rounds. And uh, she's she's kicking on, man. I love it. And guys, listen, if you're deliverance ministers and you're like man i never even thought to do this try this out guys get on there get in touch i know we have people on the map that are doing zoom deliverance as well i know your ministry is doing zoom deliverance mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys are probably like super crazy booked and packed but i know some mm -hmm. of you guys that are out doing deliverances and you're just waiting to do it in person get on this zoom and start mm -hmm. doing deliverances because god wants to utilize technology we're going to show you another video here this is going to be an in-person deliverance and then i'll let you say something about this after let's roll this clip just so all you jumping on here we're going to show another deliverance clip here here we go. Off of my life. Off of my life. I break. Oh. Who are you? Moai. Leave her body. Leave her body. You voodoo spirit. There's many of us. <laughs> Jesus Christ is Lord. You can't live in the body. You lunch me to the spirit. Yeah. You do the spirit. Yeah, you're welcome. You think you can use her, don't you? Yes. You can't live in her anymore. Yes. No. Why? Because Jesus is Lord. And she serves the Lord. I know you heard that voice in my head. Why? She's filled with the Holy Ghost. No, and he's burning us. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's burning us. Yeah, he lives right there. I want her, though. No, you can't have her. I know people have tried to get you out before, too. Yeah, you little serpent. Now, listen to me. By the blood and authority of Jesus Christ, you're going to exit this girl's body. No. You have to. Jesus is Lord. No. You even. Come on, man. I, you know what's so you know what's so interesting when you're doing deliverances is when the demons are like, we're never leaving, we're too strong, and then five minutes later they're screaming out of the person. You know what I mean? It's like you just have that authority, that power. Tell us a little bit about that situation. Yeah, I was on a revival. I actually got that video. It's on my channel, guys. It's revival in Clayton. I went up to Clayton, New York three times. That was on my second trip up there. And what's really weird is they have a strong new age community up there. Mm. like the new. And the biggest disease there is schizoaffective disorder. So it's like mild schizophrenia. So she was diagnosed and I was right across the road from a house and she came in from the schizoaffective house. And I was praying with her. And believe it or not, she was already a believer. Now, some people might have a problem with this theology. But she Say was already it. praying. She was praying in tongues. Say she it. was a believer, but she had come through like voodoo. That was voodoo. She had voodoo on her. She had a family that was intense voodoo. She had been done wrong when she was little and stuff like that. So like when I come up to her, I'm just praying for her generally. And all of a sudden she's hissing in my face and the whole place. I mean, the people there had not seen that. I brought something to that town that they 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 had in the past. It was um what's that? Charles Finney did a revival in that town back in the day. 
So it was like an old well of revival that hadn't been redug. So I went up there, man, and it was ready. And people were calling me the healer, you know? So they were like, let's go see the healer. I felt like I was in a 1952. Wow. So they said, go see the healer. So they were coming in there and she came in there, man, sweet girl. And then all of a sudden, like she manifested that demon, dude. It was wild. And uh, anyway, she got free. I actually am in touch with her family. Uh, she she didn't, she she's going through a intense process because she has so much going on, but she did, she got a level of freedom, man. And she's so processing good. through. And uh, she actually got a job after that. She was working. Uh, she had overcome some addictions and stuff like that. So she's processing into who she's supposed to be. She's got a little kid and everything. And so uh, good. She's, she's she's awesome, man. She's awesome. And that's what I want to say too. We teach. I'm I'm guessing you teach something similar. Like when we're doing one-on-one -on -one deliverances, we try to like get as much as out as yeah. much. When we're doing altar, like what you just saw there, altar deliverance. I'm actually I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm gonna show a clip as well here. But when we're doing altar deliverance, a lot of times what I teach people is like you're getting partial deliverance. We're getting as much as we can yeah. out of you. And when we do altar alter deliverances and you're gonna see a clip here I'm just gonna throw in here it gets very loud very crazy there's a mm -hmm. lot of people so we I always say we brute force the demon out mm -hmm. so it's not like strategical where you're doing one-on-one -on -one and you're able to renounce and say things mm -hmm. but I just when I'm doing altar like we're just gonna the, the anointings there the Holy Ghost there the Saints are there we're just gonna brute force get that demon out and sometimes it does get crazy it gets loud it gets this but then one-on-one -on -one, we do a little bit different but I always mm -hmm. tell people like hey and the clip you're about to see we're gonna show real quick I just threw it in here this clip she didn't get fully delivered. I, at least I don't think she did. They were praying for her for hours after the service, but I know for sure she did get partial deliverance. Yeah. Now the book of Acts does say in chapter eight that people scream and demons scream as they left their victims. So a lot of times when you see people screaming or screeching or yelling, people say, are they just manifesting? Oftentimes it's actually the demons coming out of them. Um, yeah. Even hissing, like we don't realize even when the people are doing those things, demons are also leaving. And so, and, and we're showing small clips of full deliverances. So some of you might be like, well, where's the part? Where's this? But you got to go on the channel to go check out the full thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to show here a clip from this last week in North Carolina. Some of you might've saw a lot of you you haven't saw it but some of you saw like the 15 second clips on TikTok. again this girl the church has been working with her the last time i was there they worked with her and then this time she got some more deliverance and some people that are very demonized guys mm -hmm. it's not just a five minute or a 10 minute i wish mm -hmm. it was if you do deliverance you know that's not how it is now all the pastors that don't do deliverance they're going to be up in the chat saying oh why didn't you do this it should do this yep. and they're going to naysay listen don't try to give us commentary if you're not actually doing deliverance i have people all the time <laughs> saying you should do it this way and i'm like all right and I'm, I am being snarky at the same time, but I'm like, show me one of your videos so I could get learned. And never, ever, ever have I had someone send me a video because exactly. it's always, it's always the loudest booze uh, come from yep. the cheapest seats. So come listen, on, guys, man. we're going to show you this here. I don't think this is going to take up the whole screen. So we might be a little bit on here still, but I'm going to show you this. This is a little bit intense guys as the last one. So viewer discretion is advised. If you have kids in the room, this might freak them out. Just so you know, let me just give you a warning if you want them to run to the other room. But I'm just going to show you one. And this is how Ephesians 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Deliverance does get violent. It does get wild sometimes. And so just let's check out this clip. And she told me I could post this and show this. So I've had permission. Yes. She actually was the one that told me I can do it along with all the clips we post. So here we go. Let's watch yes. this.
can see there and those of you that are like deliverance isn't real guys i'm telling you it's real i know some of you are like poor girl the only one got shamed right there is the devil that's the only one that got shamed and defeated she's totally fine a lot of times people feel like they're having an out-of-body out-of-body experience or they're in third person and so guys this is the call to every believer to do signs to do wonders to do miracles and again these a lot of these people are on this deliverance process as they're screaming those loud loud long screams those are usually when demons come out i always tell people the mouth is the front door of the spiritual house and oftentimes demons come out of the mouth I want to we're gonna just change gears here and then we're gonna I know we've been I've had you here for an hour but we're gonna show you guys just two more clips the next one's gonna be the guy on the street did you want to explain it before or after yeah it's just me out there doing power evangelism making the Holy Spirit real to people and come on uh, I'll talk I'll talk a little bit afterwards okay about it. let's roll this clip here father thank you for this man Holy Spirit I pray you turn it up on him touch him more yes more there he oh oh you good? Yeah, I'm you all right? Yeah. You sure? Uh-huh. <laughs> what was that, bro? Oh, man. That was that Holy Ghost, baby. the street. <laughs> <laughs> what you think about that? Like, That's Jesus, baby. Jesus, man. Now what did you feel, man? Holy Your legs shaking? No, I was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Holy Ghost, man. He loves you, man. He's real. You know? He's real, and that same power can live in you and go with you everywhere, man. So he's your Lord and Savior? All right. That was a demonstration of his power. All right, guys, I got to show that one part. I'm going to replay that part where he felt the Holy Ghost because that is priceless. Let's show that just one more time, that one part. Father, I thank you for this man. Holy Spirit, I pray you turn it up on him. Touch him. More. Yes. More. There he is. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. One more. You good? Yeah, I'm You all right? Yeah. You sure? Uh -huh. <laughs> what was that, bro? Oh, Dude, I love it. The power of the Holy Spirit right there. That is power evangelism. If you guys notice, your hand literally wasn't even touching him. You were literally touching his shirt, and he, he almost went falling in the road there. But that is, man, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Just talk here for a minute about just the power of evangelism, the way you guys are going out and praying for people and demonstrating the kingdom. 
Yeah, actually, that's one of the biggest persecutions I get is by doing that type of evangelism. That's where I get a lot of religious spirits more than the deliverance. They get me on wow. that because they think they think I'm hypnotizing people or I'm doing something. I'm like, dude, I haven't even hypnotized them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. But any, anyway, with that encounter right there, though, he had his girlfriend with him and his girlfriend didn't know the Lord. And when she's, yeah, when she saw the power encounter, she gave her life completely to Jesus and, and connected with my wife on Instagram. man. so like she, she like gave her life to Jesus because of the power encounter, you know? So like, I am a big advocate of people experiencing the Holy spirit through us. Mm. I mean, the same spirit that raised the same spirit that raised Come on. all those people from the dead. When Jesus rose from the dead lives on the inside of us. How much more so a little touch of the Holy Ghost on somebody that will make them become a believer? You know, you know, sometimes the power is the best preacher, man. You see what I'm saying? And an encounter with his glory. I'm telling you, I've spoke with words, man, and words don't do near as much as as allowing the Holy Spirit, the the, uh, power that is up on us to exude from us because it does, you know, come out of the prayer closet after a while, you'll glow, right? So the power comes off and touches people and they have an encounter with the living. I've seen people just, you've done this too, I'm sure. You'll release the power like that. If they have a demon on them, the demon manifests every time, every every time. And it doesn't take words. It just shows up like, oh man, I've had the light of God shined on me. You know, Habakkuk uh, 3, right? Out of the right hand of God proceeds the glory of the Lord. Rays of light come from his hand. So like we shine the light of the Lord on people, man, and it does something to their natural being. They have a supernatural experience. And then they're like, why do I feel this peace? He is the mm. Prince of Peace. Why am I crying right now? Because you have encountered love. You have encountered the love of God. Now, now it's time to repent and turn from that old lifestyle and come to Jesus, man. So that's why I'm a big advocate of power evangelism. Sometimes I won't say nothing to anybody. I'll be like, hey, I got a channel called The Supernatural Life. You want a supernatural experience? You want to be on camera? Come here. And I'll grab their hand and they'll be touched instantly by the Lord. And they'll be like, what is that? And I'll be like, that is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That is his Holy Spirit wanting to encounter you and meet you. So that's why I'm a big... a big advocate of power evangelism, man. I'll never forget when I had first gotten saved, I was working at Starbucks and I was praying for just everybody, people on the drive-thru. And I had one of my best friends at the time, brought him to the back and I was just saved. I was like, I was like four or five days. I was still wet behind the ears. And I brought him to the back and I was like, let me just pray for you. And we were at the, a week before partying together. And I remember praying for him and that similar thing happened where he fell back in the back of Starbucks. And he literally looked at me and said, dude, are you a Jedi? I mean, he literally thought, cause he didn't know he's never, you know, he didn't know. He just thought, oh, you have the force. But I was like, bro, that is the force. That's the force of the Holy Ghost. That's the power of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Holy Ghost. He ended up giving his life to the Lord is still serving God to this day. But those moments, those power moments where Paul said, I didn't come with wise words, but with power and demonstration, this is what God is longing to do. And guys, this is what you have access to. Now this next clip, this is the last one we're gonna show and then we're gonna pray for you guys. And this this hour literally just flew by because the Holy Ghost has just been moving so strong. But let me just say this, this is my favorite clip and here's why, because I have four little girls. So this is an amazing clip. I want you guys to see this this uh, child and you can talk about it after, but her encounter with the Holy Spirit. Check this clip out right here. Now hold your hands out. Oh. oh my God! Whoa! Whoa! 
straight up revival that right there that video is a picture of what god is doing in this generation right now god is moving on young people and what i love when i'm watching you praying for people because i'm so big i'm like so strict about this is you're not pushing anybody guys the holy spirit doesn't need your help if you're noticing daniel's hand is barely even hovering over them now of course we know it's biblical to lay hands and they receive the holy spirit but guys you have to understand this is the power of the holy spirit this is genuine i know there's a lot of you out there that are like i see a lot of non-genuine that right there is genuine holy spirit little kids don't fake it the way adults can fake it Gen genuine Holy Spirit touch and this is what the Holy Spirit wants to do if you want to just share uh, uh, for a minute on that video and then we'll jump right into prayer because that is like a perfect a perfect segue right into our time of prayer yeah we were just on there it was a little girl's birthday party and uh I had just you know me I'm out there man and I'm just like hey I gotta find a moment for the Holy Ghost and I was talking and the family are big believers you know so I was like hey let's pray for people out here man let's see and the family's like yeah pray for all of our children pray for everything I prayed for one girl. She goes out and in a trance. She hits the ground. She's in a pure trance. I go over to another girl, the other girl that you guys see right here. She's like, I want the Lord. Pray for me. Pray for me. Feel me. Like she was so hungry. Dude, when I when I extended my hand, y'all don't see it, but the electric, electric feeling of the Holy Spirit, the anointing came up on mm. me incredibly. And he like he ran into that birthday party, man. And I remember, man, the power that was on me, the tingles. It wasn't just the chills, bro. You know how it is. Yeah. It was yeah. the it was yeah. the electric waves of glory coming through my body. And she got dramatically touched, man. And she got she just she got filled with the Holy Ghost, man. And then it affected the whole place, man. The whole place at a birthday that, party. At a birthday party, man. So like he came in like a wind, man, out of nowhere. Like you said, he just came and we weren't expecting it. So so good happened. guys you can have revival everywhere here's what we're gonna do we're gonna pray if you don't mind i'll pray just healing just deliverance and then i would love for you to pray just the baptism of the holy spirit i know there's many of you in the chat there's three thousand of you we know a lot of you are not full of the holy spirit you've never received the baptism tonight is your night we're not saying if we're not saying maybe we're not saying if it's god's will we already know it's god's will because the bible says ask and i'm a good father and i'll give you those that to those that ask so the lord wants to give you the holy spirit tonight i believe he wants to bring healing i bring, believe he wants to bring deliverance I try every broadcast to pray deliverance. I don't get to do it every time, but I try to pray deliverance and healing every time. So I'll, I'll just go after it with that. And then you can you can go wherever you want, but I'd love for you to pray just the baptism of the Holy Spirit over the chat. So listen, if you're in the chat, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna go super long here. If you're in the chat, you're in the broadcast, there's pain in your body. If you're sick in body, or if there's a demon there, a stubborn demon that you need breakthrough, you need deliverance, we're gonna pray right now. If you're in the room with somebody that needs healing, 
don't just sit there help us out by going and laying hands on that person this is interactive time where we're going to pray for the power of the holy spirit to invade your home wherever you're watching from we're going to believe so if there's pain in your body now if you're by yourself and there's pain in your body lay your hands on the place that there's pain as we pray now if you need deliverance if you need breakthrough we're going to start it off here and if you start manifesting and need more deliverance have a friend or family in the room help you with deliverance but we're just going to pray father we thank you Lord, for what you're doing. And Lord, I thank you that right now that the seed that was deposited tonight will not be stolen by the bird. In Jesus' name, Satan, we rebuke you. You will not steal the conviction or the word that was spoken tonight. And I just pray right now the healing power of God to be released in Jesus' name. We pray over necks, over hips, over legs, over tendons, over ligaments, over nerve damage, nerve endings, fibromyalgia, five, someone said five decades of disease. We pray right now the healing power of God Psalms 103.3 he took on those lashes so that we can be healed of all sickness and of all disease so right now I speak to sickness we're not beggars we're believers we speak to sickness we say you have no power you have no authority come out now in Jesus name we pray that the power of God would be released we pray the healing power of God would be released we command everybody to come in alignment with the word of God we command your body now to be healed deaf ears open in Jesus name blind eyes open in Jesus name cancer we put you on notice the blood is against you we come against you now in Jesus name and we just pray healing now cancer go in Jesus name someone said tooth infection we say be healed bones be healed scoliosis we command backs to straighten out right now in Jesus name right now release healing now in Jesus name father we thank you for what you did guys listen I know there's some of you in the chat saying I don't deserve it none of us deserve this this is a free gift that God wants to give you don't have unbelief don't have doubt his healing power is working put your hand right there Lord we pray that you would work through let your power work through these willing vessels right now we just pray for the electricity of the Holy Spirit the power and the fire of the Holy ghost and I speak right now deliverance right now I speak to every unclean spirit that can hear me and I say come up and out in Jesus name you have no power you have no authority the people of God are against you the blood of Jesus is against you and I say go into the abyss and never return in Jesus name I command every assignment to be broken I command every contract to be broken I command every plan and strategy of the enemy and these demonic spirits and this demonic hierarchy it is broken in Jesus name you must go now leave these homes leave these people they are not your home they are not your temple they are temples of the Holy Spirit and it's time to move out your new home is the abyss is the pit and it's time to go in Jesus name now spirit of suicide go spirit of perversion go spirit of anger go in Jesus name go every generational curse is broken every soul tie is broken every stronghold is demolished in the mighty name of Jesus every stubborn demon loose them now in Jesus name loose them now in Jesus name we break your contract we break your assignment and we just release deliverance right now in the mighty name of Jesus and you can feel free to go in any direction but I'd love for you to pray just I know there's a lot of people in the chat right now saying they want to get baptized here guys type one in the chat if you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you want to be baptized tonight because I believe <coughs> tonight is the night where you're gonna get you're gonna get baptized in the Holy Spirit yeah guys it's real simple Luke 3 16 says John baptizes with water for the for the remission of sins, but one is coming after one is coming after him whose shoes he's not even worthy to tie. He will baptize you. Now listen, his name's Jesus Christ. He will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire. 
We see that with Jesus when he ascended out of the water and the dove was on his head. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit to walk out his ministry. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit is a marking. It's a commissioning. It's a sending. This is the moment that you can be marked for everything that you can do for Jesus Christ. Now, usually what happens is there is an evidence of speaking in tongues. Usually, okay? I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all. I'm not getting into religious discussion on that. But what I am saying is there is usually an evidence of it. But the real evidence is the mark of boldness. You become bold for the Lord. That's the true law. Because I know plenty of tongue-talking Christians that are still scared. But it will come. The Bible says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Mark 16, 15 through 18 says, the believers will speak in new tongues. Acts 2, Acts 2, the upper room experience. When the Holy Spirit came into the upper room, he landed on them. They came out speaking in new languages they didn't understand, but the people down below from the nations understood what they were saying. So this is what happens. You have to be yielded. Acts 1-8, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll receive power to be a witness unto the ends of the earth. Guys, and this is another thing. This is one of the biggest holdbacks to receiving the Holy Spirit. You cannot be all up in this thing. The carnal mind cannot bear witness because what it is is you're in control. You are in control. You are not surrendered. I prayed for a woman today. I said surrender. She said the words, I surrender, and deliverance happened, and she got filled with the Holy Spirit. You have to surrender. You have to say, Lord, I give you all control. I humble myself. The Bible says he resists the proud. He exalts the humble. If you have unforgiveness towards yourself or you have unforgiveness towards another, that is pride. That is entitlement. How can the Holy Spirit truly rest on pride and entitlement unless you get delivered from that? And then the Holy Spirit will rest all day. But you can't. It will resist. You will literally push against what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do. So forgive yourself now if you're watching of anything. Let it go. Put it down. Forgive the people who've hurt you. And I promise you with a 100% Holy Ghost guarantee, you're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. I'm going to simply say, get them, Holy Ghost, and you guys will get wrecked by the Holy Spirit. I believe it 100%. So guys, if you're watching, just say this with me real fast. Say, Holy Spirit, I am, I am here because I need you. I am ready to be commissioned into the army of the Lord. So I'm asking you, Lord Jesus Christ, forgive me for anything I am unaware of. Remove all sin. Remove everything. And I'm asking you right now, Lord, to fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Okay, guys, if you said that prayer right now, hold your hands out in a posture to receive, and the Holy Ghost is going to wreck you, man. I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus Christ, these viewers watching, I pray you will baptize each and every one of them in the Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Spirit, come. Get them, Holy Ghost. Now in Jesus' name. All right, some of you may feel a stir in your stomach. You might have tingling on your lips. Your tongue may be tingling. Let it go. Just let it birth. Let it go. Let the living water come from your mouth. Holy Ghost, I pray right now. Touch them. Every last one of them. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Now receive the gift of the Holy Spirit from you to your generations on. In Jesus' name. So.
Thank you, Lord. I'm telling you guys, God is moving right now. Just let that flow. If you started speaking in tongues right now, let it flow. Don't stop. Every time I talk to people, I'm like, listen, just keep it going. It's been wanting, the Holy Ghost has been wanting to speak for a long time. Let him speak out of you. Let him pray out of you. Everything's going to change after tonight. This is such a life changing experience when the power of the Holy Ghost fills you and touches you. And right now, many of you are receiving it. Right now, people are saying, I'm praying for the first time. Many of you are receiving it. Someone said the comments are slow. It's because you guys are overloading with comments. I messed up the, you guys put so many ones in the chat that it, it froze all the comments so let it go right now let it flow in jesus name listen if you're doing it for the first time speak right now open up your mouth speak it out don't don't just wait and say oh it's gonna come listen speak it out in jesus name it's like prophecy you got to speak it out by faith father release it in jesus name fill your people in jesus name type one right now if it's your first time baptize them right now lord all over the world people are getting baptized right now in the holy spirit father we thank you for your holy spirit we honor you jesus we honor you holy spirit we thank you lord that the holy spirit is a person he's not a force he's not an it he is a person and so we just invite the person of the holy spirit into our homes into our children many ones coming through the chat here into our children father we pray that you would baptize and i felt this strong while you were praying daniel we pray holy spirit you would baptize our children right now baptize our children our even our wayward children that are out there in the world lord send your baptism i know people that have been high on drugs and all of a sudden they get hit by the holy ghost sobered up full of the holy spirit and now they're serving god in their on their porch in their basement in the shower guys the holy spirit could encounter you daniel you said you encountered him in the the shower right you were filled in the shower i was filled at an altar no one laid hands on me i was an atheist five seconds before i got full of the holy ghost so i'm telling you the holy ghost can fill you right now in jesus name we thank you lord empower your people and i just pray holy spirit boldness i know some of them saw you praying for people on the streets and they're saying lord i want that friend listen after tonight you will walk in i'm speaking this over you i'm speaking prophetically you will walk in the boldness of the holy spirit in the mighty name of jesus i'm praying lord for me give me more boldness in jesus name we just pray lord boldness in jesus name we break the fear of man it has to go i hear the lord saying the fear of man has to go you have to stop worrying about what religious people think they're going to persecute you we already told you that tonight so be ready for it you have to go for it jesus said they they hated me they're gonna hate you but just go for it in the boldness of the holy spirit father i pray for supernatural boldness God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. So we come against that spirit of fear, that spirit of timidity is actual translation. We come against it now in Jesus name. It is not from God. We rebuke you fear. You must go in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. If you feel anything else, you can go for it. If not, we'll We'll close it up here. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I hear hear the word coming to me really strong. Restoration. So I believe I believe in the Lord and I I hear the word after that family. I believe there's going to be tremendous family restoration. You're you. Some of you guys are in brokenness right now. You may be in the midst of separations. You may you may be in the midst of arguments and divisions in your home. I'm standing here today in the gap with you. And I command by the power and authority of Jesus Christ that every dividing spirit will come out of your home. And I pray the gift 
that God has given us of reconciliation and restoration through Jesus Christ and redemption to come upon your home right now. May the glue of the Holy Ghost, that three-strand cord, be wrapped around the whole family right now. And may you be bound close together so that you can have church every day right there in your home together, Lord. I just pray right now, prodigals come back in Jesus' name. I hear the prodigals, man. Come on back. It's time that your sin does not keep you from God. It's only the sin reality that's keeping you from God. He'll take you back right now. Turn from that, man. Sin runs you from God. But you forget. Turn back and look at the one that give you that divine inheritance, man. Come on back, prodigals. He loves you, man. And he'll wash that little dirt stain off of you and give you a garment of praise. So, Father, I just thank you right now for white garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness that have been on people, Lord. I thank you for all the black backsitting, backslidden prodigals coming yes. on back home in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. And, I, and last thing, I hear aches and pains, aches and pains. I know we pray, but I just, I just command every ache and pain that's caused through arthritis to be cursed off of people right now. I command the blessing of divine health over every person watching right now. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you so much, man. What a powerful night. I'm telling you, man, it it was so fun to just flow with you, and it just was so cohesive. Um, the videos were incredible. The testimony was incredible. I know people are challenged. I'm challenged. I know the people are challenged. So thank you so much for being on here. If you, I'll just give you an outro here. If you want to let anyone know where they can find you, your website. I know you have a map as well, an interactive map. You have forerunners all over America, actually all over the world, because I checked out your map as well. So if you want to let anyone know where else they can find you. Yeah, I mean, you got the website, www.thesupernaturallife.org. If you go on there, you can actually see the map where we have forerunners all over the world. And then I have what I call certified forerunners. They take my online school and they become certified. So I certify them as people who, you know, I give them the okay to operate that way. But the other people can operate that way too. It's just, you know, I'm giving them the okay through through me, you know, because I've sat with them, I've talked with them and things like that. But the other people are able to do deliverance and healing. There's no, no restrictions here, guys, no restrictions here. But anybody on that map can operate in it. And uh, also you have me on, obviously on YouTube, The Supernatural Life. You guys can find me right on there, Instagram. TikTok, SNL Dan, and also on Twitter, TSNL Dan. Uh, that's that's all my social media things right there, guys. Awesome. And yeah. That's well, it, man, man, thank you so much for being on, man. Thank you. I know you're three hours ahead, right? So it's 1037 for you. So, man, yeah, I just want to say thank you to you, your wife letting us borrow you for the night. I really appreciate, man, linking up. It's just same spirit, man. I genuinely do appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to tell you, man, I honor you. I thank you. I heard about you a long time ago, man. It's it's more, I'm telling you, man, it's such an honor for you to even let me on this platform, man. I appreciate you. I just pray the blessing of God upon you and your family, man. And I thank you for the divine increase that you're, I thank God for the divine increase he's handing to you into this season because you're, you know, you've done a lot, man. And you, you, you've packed a lot of people for a lot of years, even at a young age, you know, you came out the gates running at a young age and you're still here young, still kicking it, still moving. Thank you, God, man. man. I appreciate so, it. You're, you're firing me up, man. Thank you. No, I just, I do, man. I honor you, man. I heard about you through a friend that got caught on fire by you actually years ago. So I've known wow. about you for a while. So, you know, divine alignment, man. I love you, bro. Awesome. I appreciate it, man. you, man. Thank you. And, uh, thank you. Yeah. We'll talk soon, man. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Hey, you too, Take man. Care. God bless right, you. God bless. Bye-bye. Guys, what an incredible stream. Listen, guys. 
What an incredible stream. I'm, I'm Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.